this is Post Credit Brews with Matt and Dave. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And on today's episode, we are going to be reviewing Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, as well as The Mandalorian. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. Yeah, our first 2020 episode? Yeah. Happy New Year, Matt. Yeah, Happy New Year, Dave. How was the New Year for you? It was good. Yeah? Yeah, it was really good. I went down to x Fanny Live Ooh, for New okay. Year's Eve. Yeah. It was fun? Yeah, it didn't really feel like a New Year's Eve party. It felt like a... Uh, like an Eagles game or something like that. Oh yeah, like it was like it was crowded, but it wasn't like ex- like extreme crowd that you couldn't move. Wasn't there was crowded. a lot of cool bands there. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, looked like it was fun. Looked like it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was upset you guys weren't with us. It's a low key New Year's, I guess, right? Yeah. Have you uh, any new stuff you watched in the New Year? We it's been a while. Like it's been like close to a month since we recorded. I know. Yeah, we 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 did take a little bit of a hiatus. Mm-hmm. No, I I did watch the Mandalorian fully through, and I did see um Star Wars, and I did see um Uncut Gems for a future episode that we're going to be doing. Yeah. I'm excited for that episode. I know, man. We, we got to talk about well, that. Well, not even people know that's that that's the movie that got this podcast going. Yeah, we yep. So I remember when that trailer came out for that. That was when we were really just like we got to talk about this. Oh yeah. And then we were like, let's let's do a podcast on this. I remember we went to a few bars in Philly. And Post Credit Brews really kind of grew from the Uncut Gems trailer. Yeah. You know, we're big Sandler fans. So, you know, when we saw that trailer, we were just, you know, really excited to talk about it. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that show we did, did to Philly. Yeah. We went out for a couple of drinks, and I, um, mm-hmm. I pitched the idea to you for about what, what I was thinking, mm-hmm. thinking we, we, we could do. And yeah. It was a real possibility. And, yeah. You know, I think one beer led to another, and it, it came about. Yep. Yeah. And then we, uh, next thing we knew, we were reviewing Joker, and it just kind of went from there. So, do you have any uh, 2020 resolutions? Resolutions. I, I want to read more. Yeah, I gotta find like the time to like sit down and read. Cause I like reading, but you know, sometimes it's tough to find the time to be able to actually read. Yeah, I want to laugh more in 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah. What made you come to that? I think like when I say I want to laugh more, I want to have have a little bit more more fun. I've mm-hmm. been like. You know, doing the same nine to five and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to. I want to go out and like, try different things. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a trip to Chicago to see a Phillies game uh, in a couple months. That'd be fun. Just yeah. something different, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just when you get stuck in that monotonous schedule, you know. Yeah. You get kind of tired, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All right. Cool. But yeah, now to pretty much Star Wars heavy episode, um, Rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian talk. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things, too. But obviously, we do have a beer here. Yeah, we got a beer straight out of Conjahawken. It's the MC5 Mosaic and Citra Double Dry Hopped India Pale Ale. Yep. Have you ever been to Conjahawken Brewing Company? I don't think I've ever been to Conjahawken. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I probably have like, yeah. been to the area and probably just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. But for this specific brewery, I have not. Have you? I have. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool brewery. they got a few locations. I'm, I'm used to the one going, you know, Conjahawken. They have a few other places um, out there. Good beer. It's a good place. They have some really good, like, things going on. We'll, we'll talk about it a little more when we review the beer. But, um, yeah, no, it's a cool brewing company. Um, they got some really good beers, and uh, we're excited to have this one. Yeah, I mean, eventually so, we're going to have to start getting um, some paid advertisement for this, you know. Yeah. Beer's expensive. We're forget all this money for all these beers and stuff like that. It's true. And we're yeah. giving publicity. We are, Yes. Uh, so obviously, Dave, what is, uh, so this is the first post-credit crack of, uh, you know, of the, the new year. The new decade. Right? The new decade. This is important. 
Absolutely. This is going to launch us into the new decade. So, uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's jump into the post-credit crack, right? Cheers. Cheers. Pick up while it's cold, ladies. Okay. All right, man, let's just get down to the nitty-gritty as you put your beer into your gritty coaster again. The nitty-gritty coaster. Koozie. I like that. The nitty-gritty coaster. You got to patent that. Nitty. Well, it's nitty gritty koozie, right? What did I say? I said, well, I said coaster. Oh, coaster. Okay. You followed suit. We are going to get into some Star Wars um, spoilers. Oh, yeah. And some Mandalorian spoilers, too. So if you yeah. haven't seen Star Wars, if you want to go and see this with um, with a, with a clean slate and a clean state of mind without being it ruined, um, mm-hmm. you have to stop listening now. Otherwise, you're just gonna, it's yeah. just going to get ruined for you. You'll be this movie's also been out for a month, so no excuses. Exactly. You know, we don't even need to give him this warning, Dave. Nah, and we sh- and we shouldn't. Like, nah. if you're listening to a Star Wars review yeah. before seeing a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. you know, just get out. It's it's unacceptable. Yeah. So just go grab an, an MC5 from mm-hmm. Concha Hocken. Maybe yeah. maybe drive to Concha Hocken and go to the Concha Hocken Brewery and physically get, and get go one there and get one. So, yeah. you're, so you're not in front of the TV mm-hmm. and ruining the experience. Of exactly. It. See, all of you have Disney Disney Plus, I'm sure. They're all on there. So watch them. Come back here. Listen. Although the Disney Plus has been taking stuff off recently. Did you did you notice that? Yes. I did see uh, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, and I think the most tragic being Garfield. <laughs> Garfield? He's taken off, too. What, like the, the one with Bill Murray? The Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> God, what, we got to review that. That was awful. Yeah. It wasn't good. They were really trying to push a lot of those movies back then. So I think before we get into a discussion about Rise of Skywalker, Dave, what we need to talk about is just these new Star Wars movies that started with Force Awakens and kind of moving up toward there. I think maybe just talking about the trilogy and not necessarily the spinoffs they've been doing. Yeah. So what's your kind of take on these new ones that they've done? Let's start with Force Awakens. I thought Force Awakens was refreshing because it was, if you I mean, we haven't seen a Star Wars movie since um, Revenge of Sith. And that came out what year? Two thousand and was it like two thousand five? Two thousand five. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so there was a little bit of a gap from any kind of Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was refreshing to see that from the the major fan standpoint. Mm-hmm. I thought I think Ray is just an incredible character, and I think they did a really good job with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not really too sold on Finn. Okay. And I think they're just wasting their time with Poe because they're not giving them that much screen time. Yeah. Yeah. I like BB-8. I think he's pretty cool. He's a cool droid. Yeah. Um, and Kylo Ren. I think like I really think he's been carrying this whole entire trilogy. He's, yeah, and I, I would not. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you on that. I like Kylo Ren, and I think Ray are the standouts, and BB-8, and, the standouts in these new trilogy. You know, but no, yeah, Force Awakens. I liked Force Awakens a lot. Um, I thought it was cool. I thought it was it was new. I mean, we hadn't gotten to Star Wars in so long, and then it came out, and it was such a big thing. New characters, old characters. I do think it really kind of pushed this whole idea of like nostalgia, and I think so many things like followed suit afterward. Whether you're talking about Stranger Things or um, I don't know what else to really kind of highlight here. I think Stranger Things is one of the big. When you think about nostalgia, it's like there's so much of that in Stranger Things um, uh, because of the the time setting and you know the music and all that kind different, of stuff. Yeah, different things like that. But I think with this, it was just like all right, like they hit a lot of the beats that those like first few Star Wars did. Well, I think they try sticking to the original trilogy mm-hmm. with like the story base 
and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I think they also took the the positives that they gained from the trill from the prequels mm-hmm. and they incorporated it in that too. Yeah. So I really think yeah. like the original trilogy suffered from technology because and in a way I think it would have been blessed that it didn't have the technology because But I think back then it was like it was groundbreaking stuff. Oh yeah. You know, you watch it now and you're kinda of like, yeah, yeah. But But I, I think I think like there's something so original about the original trilogy mm-hmm. without like the the CGI Yoda and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, I I, th- I think it would be spoiled mm-hmm. and kind of tainted and yeah. not perceived as well if it had the 2019 graphics and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I I can see what you're saying there. But even like Force Awakens, I know they tried to use the practical effects just as much as you know I mean, yeah. there a lot of visual effects, but they use practical effects a lot, and I think a lot of that was kind of the the beats with nostalgia. I think with this new trilogy, even just when I saw. Um, the Force Awakens for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I saw it twice. Just I was so like amazed by like even like the small details, like the the transitioning scenes. It was almost like like exactly what they were using in the in the original. The original, yeah. Just like like scene changes and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, and and even like the the main plot details of like them building a new Death Star. Yeah, and essentially destroying it the same way, you know. So, mm-hmm. and I, I think people criticize J.J. Abrams a lot for that. Because I think they kind of say, like, he really isn't, like, great with, like, story and all that. Yeah. So. I think the original was all about telling the story. I think the prequels were all about gravitating towards, like, the, the kid-centric audience. Mm-hmm. You know, they, there's more there's more of those creatures, different creatures. And yeah. The visual effects. Mm-hmm. I mean, they wasted 23 minutes in a, in, a ra- in a racing scene. Yeah. For God's sakes. You know what I mean? That was, like, the best part of the movie, right? Phantom Menace? Really? I like what the pot racing. I mean, hey, everyone's off their opinion, but... I thought it was I thought it was a waste of time. That was one of the highlights of that movie. You know? Uh, to so. each his own. Yeah. But yeah, Force Awakens is cool. I liked Harrison Ford in it a lot. I thought he was good. Yeah, it was cool with all the callbacks. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford was good. And, and again, I mean, I think... Yeah, definitely my favorite of all these movies has been Kylo Ren. So, yeah. you know, Adam Driver in it. He's definitely, like I said, he, he's definitely been carrying this. He's been good. Yeah. And then, so, Force Awakens ends, and it's essentially Rey meeting Luke. We're not going to go into, like, the super, like, plot details of the movie, but that's how it ends. And then it kind of literally leads us right into The Last Jedi, which I know we both have very different opinions on. So, where do you sit with The Last Jedi? I didn't think it was terrible, mm-hmm. but I think my biggest... Uh, beef with it that it was too long i lost interest in it yeah i think it might be the longest star wars i think it might be yeah so and i was also kind of confused too because i think they were trying to incorporate too many different storylines and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i think i know like one ex- one example they had this the storyline with uh with finn and and the and the asian girl in the movie yeah and, yeah. and um rose tika yeah is that her name yeah i'm pretty sure well, they had like they were building like, like a romantic relationship between the two of them, and then mm-hmm. in this new one, they're on Last Jedi. They maybe said two words to each other, like they just completely just got rid of her. Yeah, they really did nothing with her in Rise say, of Skywalker. Didn't you say that they were like roasting her on social media? Yeah, she she was getting harassed on social media somehow, and I feel I mean they <laughs> gave her nothing to do in Rise of Skywalker. But yeah, no, I, I thought she was good in Last Jedi. I mean, Last Jedi I liked a lot, and I think um, I think it was a, a very different Star Wars movie, you know? I don't, it felt, I don't it think, felt different. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you had Ryan Johnson writing, directing it, you know, we obviously did a Knives Out episode a little bit ago, so you can kind of see his style. 
and everything, which is, like, really crazy different from, like, anything you could see, like, J.J. Abrams doing, you know? No, yeah, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'll say about The Last Jedi is that watching it, I was a little confused with certain things. Like, there'd mm-hmm. be one scene where, where Rey's in, in the woods and she's training, and then, like, in, like, mid-action like scene, she, it just cuts to a different different story. I think there was too many stories going on at once that, like, I was like, oh, wait, now this is happening. Oh, wait, I forgot about that. Oh, wait, that's happening again. Yeah. Wait, she was there? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's a lot of details where you're just like, wait, this is going on. I, I think it, I think it definitely warrants a second viewing to, mm-hmm. to see the stuff that, like, you didn't... You forgot about. You forgot about, or, or you didn't sure focus about. on in your first viewing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I mean, there were some things that I really wasn't... Cr- I didn't like the thing with, like, Leia flying in space. I thought that was stupid. You remember I will, that? I will say, though, with this, with this whole tri- this new trilogy... They, I think they did a remarkable job under the circumstances, you know, with Carrie Fisher passing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like her second posthumous movie that she's done, and I, you would never think that she was dead. Like they, they mm-hmm. did a great, great job, especially in the Last Jedi. There was like she was in, the, she had like maybe like thirty minutes of screen time in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think in the Last Jedi, I think the Last Jedi, I think she actually filmed. I don't think, I don't know if they had to do any like, like visual effects or anything with her. I definitely know in Rise of Skywalker, I think. I'd heard they used, like, some unused footage, but they also kind of had to do some of the digital, like, CGI stuff for her. Do you, so, think, do you think that some of this stuff was, like, scenes that they were using from the other two movies that they just didn't use for the final the final cut of the movie? Um, because, because honestly, 90% of what she says is, we have to stop them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they really had, were a, limited. That was a horrible Carrie Fisher impression. Yeah. They, they were really limited with what they had to work with, I feel like, with Rise of Skywalker, so they yeah. had to get kind of creative. Can I, can we also talk again? Like when, well, maybe we'll talk about it when we do the Rise of Skywalker talk. But like when when she passed, you know, spoilers by the way, when she passed away, I mean they had a sheet over her, didn't they? So I mean that could have been anyone. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, for that scene, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I yeah. agree with you. So right. you know what? Let's just pour one out for Carrie Fisher. She was yes, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You know who else died today? Who? Oh. Um, the drummer from Rush. I did see that. Yeah. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neil Pert. Slap it to bass. Neil Pert. So, yeah, he uh, passed away from brain cancer. 67, so. right? 67. Yep. Yeah. God, life's too so. short, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's sad. Maybe, uh, were you a Rush fan? Are you a Rush fan? I, I didn't mind Rush. I, I feel like with Rush fans, I feel like you either like, love them, love them mm-hmm. to death, or you're just like, eh, they're, they're yeah. all right. They're good. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah. But, yeah, I did see that, so that's that's pretty sad, so... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, you know what I did like in Last Jedi a lot, though? I mean, I like the movie. The throne room scene, and again, spoilers, when Snoke dies. That was uh, a really yeah. cool scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know I didn't mind the, the force talking between Rey and Kylo, mm-hmm. and I know you weren't super crazy about that. You didn't like yeah. that. No, I, I really did not like how Ray mm-hmm. and, and uh, Kylo Ren interacted with each other. I thought the whole like telepathic speaking with each other was kind of weird. Yeah. Although it was pretty cool in The Rise of Skywalker when like mm-hmm. he grabs the necklace off of um off of her when they're at that that festival, which I... Yeah, it looked like it would be a lot of fun to go to. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why Lando was there, I'm sure. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> Getting down and freaky with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... What else, what did I want to say? Oh, you know what else I liked with Last Jedi a lot too, was the whole idea with like Luke, like that whole idea of like maybe you don't want to meet your heroes because they're not going to be what you expect them to be. Yeah. You know, and I know that was like a big theme with Last Jedi, and I feel like they 
I feel like they really kind of threw that whole concept out the window with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. But I like that they kind of brought that thought into your head of, like, you think you're going to meet this great big, you know, this great big, like, hero and all this stuff. And here, like, he's just this guy who's filled with, like, so much guilt and, you know, upset about, like, you know, feeling like he's a complete failure. Yeah, especially since, like, you know, when when she goes to meet him, like, she does, like, this big whole, like, dramatic, like, walk hike up this big mountain. He's kind of, like, in, in uh, exile. Yeah. And yeah. When, when you see him, like, like you said, it's not, not who, he's just, like, this mm-hmm. grumpy old man. Yeah. King and his kingdom. I really was upset with the way that they, they ended Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, uh, not well thought out. I don't think they really had a, honestly, I don't think they had a plan with The Last Jedi. Well, I think, so, this is my thought on the whole thing. So, I think, with Force Awakens, J.J. Abrams, like, kind of set it up where, like, at the end of that movie, he was like, alright, like, if you follow what I did in this movie, like, you can kind of see the direction I want to take Ray. you can see the direction I want to take, like, Poe, Finn, all them. And I feel like Ryan Johnson kind of, like, heard a lot of those story beats and kind of tried to follow them somewhat, but I think he was also like, look, I'm going to do the Star Wars movie that I want to do. And then, again, like, I wasn't crazy about Rise of Skywalker, but I feel like with that, you know, I feel like J.J. Abrams kind of took back the movie and he was like, look, Ryan Johnson did absolutely none of what I wanted to do. I'm going to try and do this with Rise of Skywalker and, you know, see how it plays out. And I think Rise of Skywalker was kind of pretty messy at parts, you know? Yeah, no, I'd agree. So. Even, like, like a, a small detail, I couldn't stand the red sand at the end. That was stupid. The red sand in in the rise in the last Jedi. Oh, and they were on that like like that, mine or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mind that. Yeah, they had those little like fox. That things. that's like the one thing that sticks out to me from that movie was just that red sand, and then you just see the red sand, and you just see a uh, Luke Skywalker like he lo- lo- looks like a Buddhist, just like in, yeah, in, like, Indian like um, Indian like style, just force you know. projecting or something. Yeah, was, I didn't mind. I thought that was, was kind of cool. It's kind of like self sacrificing, and that's how he died. Right? He just he also just. What's with these Star Wars characters just disintegrating now? Yeah, that's what happens, I guess. I don't know. But but remember Kylo Ren, like, the state he was in at the end of that movie? Like, what was he like at the end of Last Jedi? He was a mess. He was angry. He was crazy. You seem unsettled. I'm trying to remember. Him and Ray were fighting in, in, the, in the snow in the woods, right? Was that, was that the last scene for them? That was Force Awakens. That was Force Awakens. Yeah, okay. you know, Last Jedi... That might I, have been the throne room, and somehow like she's able the to throne get room, off. Yeah, yeah, get away. I kind of, I had to rewatch, rewatch all mm-hmm. the last Jedi. Yeah, I probably, I probably should have for this podcast. I don't know why I did. Yeah, it's whatever. But yeah, the end of the last Jedi. I mean, Kylo's pit. I mean, you remember when like Luke walks out there and he's, I mean, Kylo Ren's like screaming and yelling and all that stuff. Right. And then he right. actually goes out and fights him, and then you know you realize he's a Force ghost and all that. And then yeah, I mean, I guess Luke uses all his power, and then he goes at the end of it. He croaks. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's where we left with Last Jedi. There's not many thoughts to, to give yeah. with Last Jedi. Like it's it, like you said, it's a, I think it's a mess from beginning to end. Yeah, it, I'm trying to think character wise. So in Force Awakens, I liked Finn a lot. I liked his character. I thought that was an interesting idea of like a stormtrooper going rogue. Well, I was also like, yeah, it's well the whole thing was fresh because it was all new characters. But mm-hmm. and then you know, they brought in Carrie Fisher, they brought in a Chewbacca, yeah. and they brought in you know. Mm-hmm. The, the fan favorites like C three PO, they brought in R two D two, they brought in Harrison yeah. Ford. I think I said it already. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but like the, the main focus was the new characters. Like Ray, you knew nothing mm-hmm. about Ray. You knew nothing about Finn. You knew nothing yeah. about Poe. But I remember like the build up for it too. It was just like 
the cast that they were getting ready for like the you know the new like Star Wars movies. And I can remember like Adam Driver. Whenever you would see a short list, I felt like for like a Marvel movie or a DC movie, he was always on it. So like you could tell like Star Wars that was like the big thing that people wanted to wanted to be in. Well, it's interesting about Adam Driver's that it isn't wasn't he like in the army or, or the navy or, or something or the Marines like before he got into acting? I think he used to be a Marine. There's a TED talk he does so, that I know is like really famous. So that's a pretty interesting concept because like mm-hmm. th- this role that he does with uh, Kylo Ren really fits like that kind of a background. Yeah, yeah. So that must have mm-hmm. really like helped him like get the part, get ready for it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, now there there was a lot revolving around these new characters. But but like I was saying, like. So Finn, I liked in Force Awakens, and I thought he was okay in Last Jedi, and I didn't really like him that much in this last one. Well, here's my thing about Finn, though, is that, like, like you just, you mentioned it perfectly, like, the whole idea of, like, him being a stormtrooper that goes rogue, that's really, really cool, mm-hmm. and, and for, and for, I think it was the perfect time to do it for a new trilogy with new mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. But then Rises, and then The Last Jedi, you really didn't build on it. Mm-hmm. Like, what were the true, like, repercussions? Like, yeah. like did, what does his family think? Mm-hmm. What did his peers think? Like, I would have liked to see maybe, like, one or two of, like, his of his former friends that were also stormtroopers mm-hmm. that are hunting him on the side as a different side story. Yeah. But they did that kind of cool in Force Awakens. Because you remember when they were on that planet and you have the one guy and he's just like, you're a traitor. Uh, and right, then you had the yeah, whole yeah. thing with... Uh, I forgot a bit. Gwendolyn Christie. Captain Phasma, yeah, who just dies, like, and you had that whole thing where she I was, felt she like she was good in that. She was. They gave her nothing to do, like nothing to do, and she just died. Like I forget, they threw in a trash compactor in Force Awakens, and then she got like burned in Last Jedi. She didn't. I forgot. Like halfway through Rise of Skywalker, I was sitting there and I was just like, "Is Captain Phasma going to show up in this one?" You know. She was too busy filming Game of Thrones season eight. So, where do you think she was got more hurt from that trash compactor or from Jamie's heart in the end of Game of Thrones? She was upset after Jamie. I hated that. I really didn't like that. But yeah, talk about getting thrown to the wolves, the lions. It's Jamie's the uh, Lannister. So, well, she, well, she was she kind of became a Stark, honorary Stark. Yeah, Brienne of Tarth. She's my favorite character in Game of Thrones. She was good, and she was very misused in these Star Wars movies, though. Right. So I forgot. It, like it would have would have been cool. Like, like, would you have liked it if? Wouldn't it be cool if like Kylo Ren and, and her just continued as like this this power duo, and like that's like how, how they went about it. Phasma and Kylo yeah. Ren. Yeah. What is that? Like an alternate reality that would happen? I'm just I'm just or saying like like, would... like trying trying to use her better like. She was a badass Huge, on the ship, yeah. yeah. They, but could you imagine, like, if, like, Kylo Ren, like, took her under his wing, and it was, like, just the two of them? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, Rey and Kylo Ren are, are fighting, but, like, she has to deal with, like, her deal on the that side. Hole. yeah. So then when when you see what happens at the end of this latest movie, mm-hmm. it's, like, maybe she's still in the background, like... She's still doing like, stuff. Plotting for revenge, yeah. going after them, or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Like no, you could you could you could have done so many different things with her. They could have done a lot with her, yeah. Or you could have made her, made her turn, turn, and she becomes a Jedi. Or that, too. Yeah. I mean, you could have done so much. You could have, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's where, I mean, we kind of jumped off on Finn right there. But, like, Finn and, like, Poe, who I like Oscar Isaac a lot as an actor. And um, I, they didn't really do anything with him in Force Awakens at all. They didn't really do anything with him in this trilogy. Yeah. Like, he shows up, he makes a sarcastic comment, and he goes back on the plane. Yeah. Well, they did more with him in Last Jedi, I felt. 
And they kind of showed him being just this cocky guy who's just like taking chances and all this stuff, and they're not working out. Um, I think you should, I think they showed a little bit more emotion with him in um, the Rise of Skywalker. Somewhat, yeah, well, because he got more screen time, so it's like you got to see like okay. thing. Like, I don't want to jump too far into the Rise of Skywalker because we're going to talk about it. But like, yeah, one of the big things about the movie was like they're in the quicksand and they're going down, and Finn's like, mm-hmm. "Red, there's something I got to tell you." And, and and like the whole movie is like, well, "Are you going to tell us what it was? Are you going to tell us what it was?" Yeah, like were we supposed to know? And like. like what 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 do, you, what do you think it was? That daddy loves her? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't, what was he gonna say? What what if it was like? I know I know I know what your family is. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but uh, not Poe and you know I felt like by the time Rise of Skywalker came out, like yeah, he was just this. I felt like they built this friendship around Finn and Poe that I didn't like believe in at all. Yeah, that they were like trying to like sell the audience on. You're just kind of like, I mean, I guess they're friends but i can't imagine they're like bros you know the right. way they make it seem like like it is mm-hmm. but it almost seems like you build up their friendship for the first two episodes of this trilogy and mm-hmm. then like in this latest one it's when you really get to see it see like what becomes of it yeah yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah no, i i see what you're saying but uh so, so yeah let's jump into the uh the rise of skywalker talk so uh, what were your like initial thoughts on this one, Dave? In terms of a trilogy, mm-hmm. I think they did a good job of wrapping things up. Mm-hmm. They definitely left the door open for more to come. Part of me wishes that and hopes that they don't. Mm-hmm. But the way they ended it, I think you need to continue it. Yeah, I I don't even know where they go from here. Like what they, I mean, there's so much you can do with Star Wars. I can't imagine. You know, from my initial thoughts, I just felt like there was there was so much crammed into this movie, and I felt like a lot of it was just it was almost like they were like, all right, well, like this is what the audience wants to see, so let's give them this. Like, it didn't seem like there was a blueprint for it. Yeah, like, it, there wasn't it a, a there wasn't a storyboard. I think it was like it was kind of like a college kid writing an essay that was due to due tomorrow, and they wrote mm-hmm. it the night before. Yeah, almost like they had to write it really quick, which mm-hmm. I think is a good point to bring up because. J.J. Abrams wasn't originally supposed to write or direct this movie. Yeah. Originally, it was supposed to be Colin Trevorrow, who's done, like, the newest, like, Jurassic World. He he did the first Jurassic World movie. See, I, didn't, I, didn't know, I didn't know about that. So, yeah. with that in mind, he did a good job with what he had at hand, you know? Yeah, I mean... It wasn't it wasn't as bad as, like, the, the Rise of Sky, the Last Jedi was bad. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was, it was my least favorite. Mm-hmm. See, and I like Last Jedi more than Rise of Skywalker, so I think... This is a good like kind of contrast that we have going on here. Yeah. So, so I, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I think there were some cool points to it, but again, I just felt like so much of it was just like, all right, well, like the fans need to see Ray be related to like somebody who we know from this world, which again, like I, like I loved the concept in the Last Jedi where it was like, all right, like Ray, like your parents are no one, like you know, it's. No one special, like they were. I think he says like they were just like junk traders, and then in this one they have to, you know, again spoilers, they have to throw the whole like, oh, well, you're Palpatine's granddaughter, like, yeah. you know, yeah. I didn't need that. I didn't need Palpatine in this movie at all, too. I thought that was where so the hell stupid. did he come from? Exactly, and that, that's my point. Like, it, it was, it wasn't even like a reveal. It was in the crawl in the beginning. Yeah, it was like Palpatine's back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Like, that's just stupid. It's kind of a big character just to throw in there. Yeah. 
No, I can I I agree with you. It's an, another example of the lack of originality that that this fran this franchise is having. Mm-hmm. I really do think that besides the uh, original trilogy, I think the Force Awakens was the only movie that had an original thought. Okay. Because they really not Last Jedi because they introduced new characters and stuff like that. But I think the Last Jedi definitely like. It was such a different Star Wars movie. I, I think that was like so much more original than like Force Awakens, just because, like we said, I felt like Force Awakens just followed those beats. Let me, let me ask you: this movie, you know, it opens up with Rey. Mm-hmm. She's training in the woods by herself. Yeah. After that, she learns about the death of a uh, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker. She goes into exile a little bit. Yeah. And she meets up with everybody. There's there's an, another another kind of attack coming. Mm-hmm. They had to stop it. She finds out she's a Palpatine. She does mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. She comes to the realization that she's a Skywalker at the end. Mm-hmm. The only way I would like them to continue the franchise is if Rey is forming a new set of Jedi and like, trying to rebuild it. Her own like Jedi Order. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I could see her doing that. I think that. that's the only way you can do it. Yeah. Because then, because then you can introduce a whole new set of characters and really get back to being creative. Yeah, I mean, she's trying to follow Luke's footsteps too. Maybe she'll do the same thing yeah. he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, I don't even. For me, it's like I don't even think you need to follow these characters any like further. Like you can still do stuff with them. I think you, know, you, have, a, you, have, a, you have a new foundation though. Yeah, like you yeah. can still use Finn, Poe, and uh, and Ray mm-hmm. because now you don't have Darth Vader, you don't have Luke Skywalker, you don't have Leia Skywalker. Although I will say though. When Chewbacca got on that on that plane and they blew it up, how pissed were you initially? Uh, I don't think I was that pissed because I didn't th- I didn't think they would have had the balls to kill Chewbacca. You know, <laughs> I first saw when I first saw I'm like I knew that it, that it wasn't that that was not the way he was going to go. Yeah, but I was like, if that was the case, mm-hmm. you guys are fucking dicks. Like that, this character carried your franchise. Yeah, essentially carried your franchise. Can I tell you something though? <laughs> if Ryan Johnson directed this episode, Chewbacca would have been dead. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would have killed Chewbacca. J.J. Abrams. But they didn't even explain it. Mm-hmm. It's like five minutes later, he's just like, fine. It's just like, oh, he was on another transport. Like, okay. No, you know cool. what character was a, fre- a fresh beam of light in this movie? Who? C-3PO. Yeah, they actually did something with him in this one. Like, the other ones, I felt like they kind of just pushed them to the side. And yeah. R2-D2, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, R2-D2 always just has, has a nature of just being in the background. Yeah. But C-3PO, like, he had some funny lines. He was good in this, yeah. I, I think he was one of. Like I said, I thought he was one of the brighter, brighter parts of this movie. This movie, yeah. What do you think of Babu Frick? Is that his name? Babu Frick. Whatever that thing that like. Is oh, the, 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 the new one. Yeah. Didn't have enough screen time, and then like the fact that I don't even remember his name just yeah. just tells you enough right there. Well, he's getting his own Disney Plus show. Really? You know? Yeah. About what? What are you About, gonna do with him? He's just, I don't he's, know. he's got one wheel. Just him getting into hijinks. No, Babu Frick. Who's Babu Frick? The one thing that was like working on C three PO's brain. Oh, oh, the yeah. little the little guy. Yeah, yeah. He's getting his own show. Really? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think that's going to be about? Him getting into trouble, getting into hijinks. You know. What if it's like, like a romantic comedy? Maybe. You never know. But uh, yeah, now they introduced us some new guys in this. Um, I I forget some of the names. I'm trying to think of like. So the one, I mean, the the whole group that they met before Ray went on, like the, um, like the whole like deserted Death Star. 
Did did they say they were like deserters from like stormtroopers? I think so. I think so. And then Finn connected with them. I thought that was kind of stupid. Yeah. You know, I think I would have rather seen Finn with Rose than her. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I I was kind of curious about um, it's about it's about Poe or Finn. Did I mean Finn? Did I say Poe? Like the, the story with 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 Poe with the, with that that chick with the with the helmet on. Yeah. I thought that was oh, a, that, Poe. I, yeah. thought, I thought that was an interesting little storyline that they had going. I was cur- I was curious about that. I was one. I wanted to learn more about like how they knew each other. Yeah, like explain it more. You know. Yeah. I and that was Carrie Russell too. You know the actress Carrie Russell. I thought it was Nebula. No, no, from no. Uh, the Marvel Guardians, movies. Yeah, Karen Gillan. No, it was uh. Uh, it was Carrie Russell. Really? Who, like, I don't know, why would you cast Carrie Russell and put a mask on her the entire movie, you know? Exactly. Yeah. She's worked with J.J. Abrams a lot before. What else was she in? She was in that show Felicity, and then she was in uh, Mission Impossible 3. So, she had a really small role in that one, but, yeah. Oh, well. But, yeah, no, it's just some of the stuff in, in this one, I was just kind of, I'm trying to think of some of the bright parts I liked. I liked Lando in this. I thought Lando was good. I liked that they brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Um, the visual effects were cool. I, I really, I'm trying, I feel like I'm drawing, trying to, you know, really try and reach for like what I enjoyed with this movie. I didn't hate it, but like I wasn't crazy about it, you know? Yeah. Like we, we mentioned a couple of times. I don't think there was a, a true blueprint to, to, I don't think they had a real plan. Mm-hmm. I think they're just like, oh shit, it's December. We have to make another Star Wars movie. Yeah, with what they were doing. Although yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's the best time of year to to do the Star Wars movies. December. I yeah, I like when they come out in Christmas versus when they come out in May. The whole know? like the whole family let's go see Star Wars kind of kind of thing. I mean that's kind of what they're yeah they're driving towards something cool with it. Yeah, yeah. What else? So yeah, I mean this movie essentially just kind of ends. Oh well, you know what? One thing I want to bring up is them redeeming Kylo Ren because that's something that I was not a fan of. Yeah. And, and that's where I go back to, like, how angry he was in The Last Jedi, him killing his dad in Force Awakens, and it's just like, I, I didn't need him the, redeemed. And this I, character had a, just all of a sudden has a moral compass after two movies, just out of nowhere on the ship, which was a pretty cool scene, fighting in, like, in the, on the wave in that, in that big... That's a positive. I did, like, that was a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the waves were kind of crashing, and yeah. So then he hears Carrie Fisher whisper Ben in his ear. Because mm-hmm. she knows that she has to use all of her energy to connect with him. Yeah. So she hears Ben, and then he stops what he's doing. He's because he's like over here like this. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the lightsaber like right at her head. He's yeah. pointing down, mm-hmm. and he hears it. So he he pauses. Yeah. And then she and she hits him right here. Yeah. And he falls down. She heals him, and then after Ray leaves, she, I think he looks back and sees um sees his dad. Mm-hmm. Ben's like, I know I ha- I know I have to do now. That's when he sees it. He throws he throws his lightsaber into the into the ocean. He's just completely redeemed, and then he, you know, he helps Ray fight Palpatine, and then somehow is back in time to help Ray fight Palpatine. Yeah, that was a little skeptic mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we were stranded there. Yeah, like the other people that were trying to get to the Death Star had were gonna wait till nightfall because mm-hmm. of the of the waves. Yeah, how the hell how did you get to where she was? Right, right, conveniently, right when she needed him. Maybe he's a good swimmer. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about, about swimming in the ocean. I was not I'm never a big fan of swimming in the ocean. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to swim in that ocean. Some of those waves were big. They were massive. Yeah. They were crazy. I think um, the extent I go into the ocean now is just like to my ankles. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like swimming in the ocean. I hate like the shells and the mm. the jellyfish and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, freaks you out. But now, so we kind of jump into, you know, yeah, that that final scene of Ray and Kylo fighting Palpatine and all that stuff. Um, and again, we've talked. Like, I didn't need Ray to be related to anyone in these. Like, I like the idea of her just not, you know, her parents not, being yeah, nobodies. Yeah, not yeah, not knowing. So, and I feel like it's a good message too. Like, I, I feel like when you make ever, and we talked about this before in episodes in the past. I think specifically Joker, where I feel like when you have to connect each character to somebody who's like come before another big character, like you don't, you almost like shrink the world a little bit. Oh you yeah, know? like everything needs to be connected, like. And Star Wars, like, you can do so much with it. Like, Yeah, and you know? like you said, it's such a big, powerful franchise. Like, everyone knows what Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. So if you create a character that 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 is now, like, the is now the last Jedi, essentially, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's going to rebuild it, you can, you can like, give the message to, like, hey, any, anyone that, that comes for nothing can still do something with their life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a message that you could have promoted. You could have done a hell of a job doing it. And yeah. You did it by bringing back a villain that you just can't seem to get rid of. And they never explained it. Like, how do you come back? You know? They expo- like, again, like, I didn't even realize that until we started talking about it. But, like, they talk about him coming back in the crawl. <laughs> like, you know? It's no, like, big reveal in the movie or anything, which I would have been not, like, crazy about, but better with. Yeah. In the crawl, it's just like, hey, he's back. Like, you know? Well, yeah, so like it, it was, I was indifferent, right, because, you know, we were expecting it. Mm-hmm. But I think if I didn't know that the Palpatine was going to be in it, and yeah. it, it was just like a reveal, mm-hmm. I probably still would have rolled my eyes like, oh, I thought they got rid of this fucker already. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, so, and and then it kind of ends. It's, and like she, that, it's, like, it's like that crazy ex that won't go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I mean, he... Obviously, Ben dies at the end when they're fighting, and uh, he, him and Ray share a kiss. I didn't like this. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, but, yeah. Considering the half hour later, they're like, "I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna kill you," and then like they're they're smooching. Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, and I think it's I'm more so like disgusted with the way that like like let him have like a soldier's death. Mm-hmm. Let him just die on the battlefield. Why are you gonna make him disintegrate like a piece of sand? Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah, you just... I didn't like it. I, didn't, I hated when they did it with Luke. I did not like it when they did it with, uh, with Kylo. Yeah, yeah. And even Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. I think she disintegrated, too. We had, like, a blanket over her. But it's like... Yeah. Th- this concept just came out of nowhere. Like, Yeah. They just disappear like that. Yeah. Well, I think Yoda, Yoda disintegrated. Did Yoda disintegrate when he died? He did, yeah. So okay, I, I think it's okay, been around. Okay, so maybe it's been around. Yeah. I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Star Wars. So, do you have any final thoughts on Rise of Skywalker, Dave? I mean, what I'll, what I'll say is, I have to go see it again to to get a real fair assessment of it. Yeah. But at first glance, I didn't hate it. I actually, it, it, it was entertaining. You know, it kept my attention for the two and a half hours that it was that it, that I went to go see it. Mm-hmm. I think they did a couple, a lot of things wrong. Like, like I. I think the story was all over the, all over the place. I don't yeah. I don't think what stories they were building on they never ended or didn't connect back with. Mm-hmm. I go back to the Finn and the and the and the girl from the second one. Yeah, where's Tico? I I don't think they did much with that. Yeah. Um, I really think they I really think they are kind of wasting the potential with Poe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not doing much with Poe, but. 
I, I think that's just a fallacy on the on the writing mm-hmm. for trying to meet the demands of like the the loyal fans while trying to get the demands of like mm-hmm. the new fans are trying to gravitate towards. Yeah. So you're saying they're trying to do a lot of like fan service? I think like. they're trying to do too too much to appease everybody, and yeah. it just it just making a sloppy project mm-hmm. in the long run. It's not working out well. Yeah. But I will say though, one last thought on Star Wars in general. Mm-hmm. I think the worst thing that could have happened to this franchise was being bought by Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hot take. Why do you think that? Well, because you're limited with what you can you can really do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you wanted to, I'm I'm gonna make point an example to um, the director that that just left um, Doctor Strange too. Scott Derrickson. Because he yeah. wanted to make make that whole second movie that they're mm-hmm. making. Yeah. Like more horror than mm-hmm. than like, you know, comedy and what Marvel's really used to. Yeah. And with the whole Doctor Strange background and everything like that, I think that would be very, very interesting to have like a more, cool. more horror take on it. it but in, in in regards to and I think it's all Disney, so I yeah. I think that's you're you're limited to what you could really do. That's a good point. And can I say something? Yeah. I think Disney really has their hand in a lot of this stuff. And I think... I, I see where you're coming from with it. Because I, I, I think we're on the same kind of... The same idea with... When you hear, like, Disney bought Star Wars, Disney bought Marvel, you're like, oh, they're just going to, like, water it down. And I don't think they've done that. Like, I don't think they've done, like, Disney-ified comic book movies. Because, you know, with, with Marvel movies, you get, like, movies like Thor Ragnarok. You know? I don't think Disney had much of a say in that movie as much as they did with, like a safer movie like Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know? I know it seems like Mar- Marvel did it right. I feel like when Marvel mm-hmm. made the deal with Disney, I think they said, uh, yeah. look, you can put your name on our on our product, you can promote the hell out of us, mm-hmm. and we, we will adhere adhere to your initial guidelines, but we're, this is this is still, like, you're not going to take away our original audience that we have. Like, yeah. yeah. They, they they have a high standard, and we're, we're going to meet it. Like we're not gonna curse and yeah, and and you know all the major violence and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like we're we're gonna do things our way, mm-hmm. and I, I think Star Wars, the whole franchise is caving into Disney a lot more than what Marvel is. Yeah, and I think a lot of it too is like who's in charge of not even just like Lucasfilm in general. You know, whoever's like in charge. Kathleen Kennedy is her name. She's running the movies and all that stuff. And I mean, when you look at the track record for these, is like. Rise of Skywalker had a Colin Trevorrow was supposed to direct. He, you know, he had left. Um, you know, they had dropped him from the project, and they bring J.J. Abrams back. Solo, a Star Wars story. It was Phil in or Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Those are the names. You know, I mean, they had been filming that movie for a bit, and then you know they completely drop it. And they bring Ron Howard in. Um, same with Rogue One. I know Rogue One had a lot of like filming issues. But, you know, I, I think it is kind of this idea of, like, um, I, I don't really think they have a clear path for what they want to do. And I think the safe bet is for them to make a movie like Rise of Skywalker. You know, just, like, let's hit those beats that the fans love and, opens, you know, we're going to make money. It opens the door to major possibilities. But I, I think maybe another hiatus would not be the worst thing. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think before they do another, like, trilogy where you label it as, like, Star Wars... Yeah, definitely, like, take a break for a little bit. 
the Mandalorian's working really well for them. I would say um, maybe that's, try and stick with TV. And that's for what a I'm saying. Like, how, how about like like start a series, develop mm-hmm. a character, and incorporate them into the new movies that you're doing, so we have an idea of what we're dealing with. See what happens. Yeah, Disney wins because you guys subscribe to Disney Plus. To, so what? What? what it, so yeah. what have you made like a? I know, I know the Mandalorian doesn't. It takes place. Um, in the past, yes. a little bit before but, the new but, trilogy. But yeah. for example, what if like the Mandalorian was like a fresh and new character, like like that, and all that took place after the Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. and you and you come to realize that it, obviously you wouldn't wouldn't have like all the scenarios, but like mm-hmm. what if like in the next movie you see Ray trying to recruit the Mandalorian, and you and you know that he's worth it just because of what you saw from in, in the series. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can develop characters so much better in in a. In a Eight to ten episode yeah, season. Eight episodes, yeah. Then you can in you know a two hour movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I g- I gave you my opinion. Mm-hmm. What, what were your final thoughts? Again, wasn't crazy about the movie. I see what they were going for with it, but it just yeah, really didn't really didn't stick the landing for me. I thought again, I felt like they really played it safe with this one. So, do you think you felt yourself wanting wanting more? I, or wanting less. I think I just wanted like a clear like story. I wanted them to follow what was left from the last one, carry over into this one, because this one just felt like like I feel like if you take the last Jedi out, I feel like all you need is Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. Like I feel like Last Jedi, and I like the Last Jedi, so that's why I'm saying it's kind of like frustrating, you know, that not a lot of the beats from that movie were followed into Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, but that's where I'm at. Um, so yeah, movie I wasn't crazy about, but you know we'll, we'll see what Star Wars has coming up. Pizza time. Ooh. Well, folks, that was the sound that Tony McGuire saying was pizza time, which means we are going to take a break. Okay, we'll be right back. All right, Matt, I just want to talk about the beer we're drinking today. I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative. The MC5 Mosaic and Citra Double Dry Hopped India Pale Ale. This is from Conchahawken Brewing Company. It is, uh, it's a good beer. I like the design on the can. Yeah, at first glance, I thought it was a, like, because you grabbed it from the fridge and you brought it over. I mm-hmm. thought it was a Sixers theme can with the, the red, white, and blue. Just a red, white, and blue. But yeah. now that I'm looking at it, I'm seeing a silhouette of a 1920s man. Old-fashioned on, man. On, on, a, on a bike. Yeah, one like, of those big like bikes. A higher front wheeler and a low wheeler. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, when I first saw it, like the the people on the bike, I you're gonna laugh at me. Mm-hmm. I got like a Mary Poppins kind of vibe to it. I I won't judge you for it. Yeah, it does look Mary Poppinsy. And then you got the hops on there too. Yeah, like I said, like just all the colors, and it's got mm-hmm. like the the Brady Bunch kind of square looking look, looks to it. It's a refreshing new beer that that is also trying to stick to being a classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so what do you think of the beer? It's a little dark for me. Like, a little when, heavy. When, when you see the words IPA in the Pale Ale, like, mm-hmm. I, I already just go in with low expectations because I'm not a big IPA drinker, and yeah. this podcast is forcing me to become one. Come but, on, you yeah. know, it's it's actually not that not that bad. 6.7. Six yeah. Point. For a double dry hopped, it's not too bad. Yeah, what, is, what does dry hop, double dry hop mean? We would need to get a beer expert in here to explain that to us. Well, apparently we need a beer expert because we begin a lot of a lot of shit for the way we were reviewing beers. Right? On yeah. Here. 
I'm all for constructive criticism, and I agree we do. But no, no, this is a good beer. It's um, I don't think it's too heavy, but it's uh, it's good. Do you get any kind of like aftertaste with it? A little bit. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to wrap my head around like what exactly it is. A little, little bit of a citrus aftertaste. A little bit of tang. No, this is good though. You said you've been there on um, this brewery before, Conshohocken Brewery. Oh yeah, it's cool. Um, I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, they have like a bike path right behind it, so I know a lot of times bikers will like leave their bikes out back and then come out for a beer and go biking. Hey, maybe they're paying homage to that with the with the bikes on the can. Something similar, yeah. But no, it's, it's a it's a cool brewery to go to. Do they um they have food there? They do. Yep. Like their own kitchen, or do they have like a food truck that stands outside? No, they have, I don't think they have, like, a full-blown kitchen there, but they do have, like, food. Like, small, they can get chips, salsa, pretzel. Cool. Hot dog, small stuff like that. That's the one thing that I think lacks with breweries now. It's, like, they think they focus on, on the beer, and, like, there's different aspects going out. Mm-hmm. I know, like, the brewery around your apartment, they have a food truck that's out, outside, which is, which is cool. But yeah, like, it's cool. But there's other breweries where they, they welcome you to... Like order food or, or go and bring your own food in. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of stupid if you ask me. Like, yeah. If you're just, if you look, I looked over at a brewery once I was at, and I'm sitting there drinking my beer, and I see a a couple at the table next to me, and they just came in with like Wawa hoagies and like Hershey chips and stuff like that. And it's like, what are you here for a fucking picnic? Or are you trying to get wasted? What are you What's doing? What's happening? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. But no, this is uh, this beer is pretty good. Yeah, right. it's. I I think I think it's ta- it's tasty. I would recommend it. Yeah, yeah. As, like I said, as as far as IPAs go, mm-hmm. I think I think this is a win. This is a good beer. How many brews would you give this? Four brews. We're doing four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. Four brews. Three and a half. Three and a half. Just just because I'm a, mm. I I, I kind of put my nose down at IPAs. Mm. I'm gonna feel it tomorrow. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You feel it tomorrow. Um. Yeah, no, go out, try this. Uh, don't drink and drive. Yeah, please don't, please don't yep. drink and drive. You guys were very, very good at, at sticking sticking to our warnings in 2019, and I just hope that 2020, like, we don't have to worry about this. Mm-hmm. We're still going to give you a warning every time, just in, in good faith. Absolutely, we have to. Yeah, this is uh, the MC5, so go out and try it. Welcome back to Post Credit Brews with Matt and Dave. Okay, Matt, so we were talking right before the break on a topic that I think really fits and was a good segue into what we're going to be talking about now with the idea that maybe Star Wars should be going to a more TV-based platform now with shows like The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian. Yes. I. Uh, so obviously, you know, anyone who has a Disney Plus subscription can watch The Mandalorian. Eight episodes... It was really good. Easy, easy, quick, quick watch. It was oh, like yeah. 40 minutes an episode. And, you know, I can remember when Disney Plus launched, and that was like the first thing I went to was The Mandalorian. I watched it. Super excited to watch it. And I remember seeing the episode was only like 30, 35 minutes or so. And I was just like, huh. You know? I was like, really? But when you're but watching it's... like the contacts and stuff like that, like I was like, thank God this is like 40 minutes. Yeah. I don't yeah, know I... if I could sit through like an hour. I didn't need like an hour of the show. Which was cool, and I I, uh, I really did appreciate that it was they were shorter episodes. 
Um, I feel bad for the people that created the the intro because they give you that option to skip the intro. Yeah. <laughs> every right. time. I always skip the intro. Oh yeah. yeah I don't need that. Um, but yeah, no. Essentially, you're following this this guy they call Mando. You know, the Mandalorian. Yeah, he's a he's a bounty hunter. Who, yeah. Who goes and. No, what bounty hunters do? They go and they 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 have a target. They go acquire a target, bring it back, and they get money for it. So, this was like one of the, one of the big hits. He's like considered one of the one of the best bounty hunters. He comes from this family of Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. The, the the it was interesting thinking that like the a lot of people other people thought that it was a, it was a race as a Mandalorian, and it was really just like like a, a family that that hid in hiding. Yeah. No. Well, it's yeah. So what we're saying, and I remember listening to this in the last episode where they say it's like a way of life, or it's a way of life. Yeah. Yeah. Their their motto is this is the way. This is the way. Again, we'll get into spoilers here, but at the end of the first episode, you know, he's going on a on a whole like trip, a whole like mission, and he finds this baby Yoda, as you will. But yeah, no, I mean, we're not going to do too much of a deep dive into this, but um, it, it is cool, kind of like the way they really kind of blend a lot of uh, you know a lot of the older aspects of Star Wars into um, you know this TV show. Pedro Pascal plays the main guy, and I mean he's essentially just a voice. Yeah, throughout this whole show. Guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oberyn Martell. Yeah, but it, you know what I think goes unsaid with this series is John Favreau essentially like wrote like all of these episodes. John Favreau's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He, he he really he's like the creator of this this series. And you know like was. The most John Favreau thing, if you're talking about him being a writer, uh-huh. and then I think it might be my favorite scene in The Mandalorian. Yeah, and it, it had nothing to do with the major story. Uh-huh. It was literally just like the, in the season finale, it was two stormtroopers that were that were off duty, and they were just not like joking around, but like they were just being like comical and and, and completely out of character. Like I feel like that's something John Favreau would think. Like think they're right. Like what do you think stormtroopers really, really do when uh? When no one, no one's looking. When no one's looking, yeah. It's it was kind of like sure I, remember I, when I, was, I remember when I was watching Lost. Yeah, and I was like, "Do you think like anyone goes in the woods and just tastes a shit?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's no, true. Find the time to do that. Um, but no, that it was just two stormtroopers. They were, they were funny. They were, they were trying to shoot like a something in, in the corner. They were can or they, something. They, they were they were uh, debating about whether. Whether or not to, to see the baby Yoda or not, yeah, and yeah. just their dialogue. And you, you, you mentioned this to me. I didn't even know, know it. Mm-hmm. One of them was Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah. Adam Pauly, I think his name is. Yeah, and Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, so they were the voices in that. Because I remember like listening, watching that episode, and I remember being like, "Those are that's someone." Like I know that's someone. And I think Star Wars is a history of casting these big name actors as just, like stormtroopers just for voices yeah i think like daniel craig was one in force awakens i think it'd be cool like if i was doing a voice like that like why not just let me wear wear the the outfit yeah and really just act in it like mm. you're, i'm just gonna be like moving and stuff like that yeah yeah and i mean i'm sure a lot of these guys love star wars you know yeah so but uh the mandalorian so what kind of really sticks out to you with this show that you like a lot i go back to originality like you know mm. John Favreau did not have to make this. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is like a book that was written. I think this is just something that he just created his in, himself. Mm-hmm. And I, pretty, it's pretty cool that he's trying to like connect this to everything else, like the bigger picture. And I'm talking mainly about Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't know much about his background, so I think mm-hmm. like creating this, yeah, while still having like the at least for right now having like the 
still the illusion like you don't know really know where Yoda came from, mm-hmm. but you do know that the Mandalorian found them and took them in. Yeah, yeah, and I, I guess another conversation to have too is like, was there like what episode? So I think we can lead with this. So what episode stuck out to you the most this season, and what episode did you feel like was just kind of complete? Like we didn't need this was just filler. I really enjoyed when they land on that on that one island and they have to they have to stop that major major droid from coming and attacking uh-huh. the village so they yeah. take that big moat yeah and trying to lure lure him into there mm. yeah I thought I think that's where it really started to pick up okay um I really don't think you need, needed the, the prisoners episode and they try to get on, on that ship and they have to, and they're stuck on there with the uh huh. And the Mandalorian gets gets some um, that whole crew gets gets screwed over by the by his friends and yeah yeah thrown into that jail cell. Yeah. I I thought that was kind of I, I don't like it really didn't amount to anything in uh, overall in the series in the show. Yeah, yeah I, see, I didn't mind that episode. I thought that episode was kind of cool. I didn't mind that with like all the the other like bounty hunters and stuff and seeing well, when, how they when work. the season's eight episodes. I I I think that was like if it was like sixteen episodes. I think uh-huh. that, that, that's a pretty cool way to uh, yeah maybe to do it as like character development like establish. The Mandalorian as like this, this guy that's super smart. He can get himself out of out, out of any scenario. Mm-hmm. But when you have seven, seven, eight episodes, I think like you really need to work with your time to really get a full story developed and stuff like that. I yeah. just I think that was just a, a, a side story. Mm-hmm. It's just that it really didn't lead to anything to add on. But there. Did, did you notice that in the episode before is when um he goes on that on that on that hit with the that the new guy that's mm-hmm. that, that's trying to get his first bounty hit. Yeah. And he kills that girl, mm-hmm. and you see him pick her up. What did he do with her? Yeah, I, don't I know. thought I thought they were that was gonna be something something bigger. Yeah, yeah. But he, they they made a they made a point to like go to the end credits and then get him go back, go back into the show and go and pick that girl up. Like what 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 happened? Yeah, you don't, you don't see anything. I don't know. See, that was my least favorite episode of the season. It was like that one with him helping the. You guys trying to get into the yeah. So what do you say? Like the bounty hunter guild and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought, thought that was a stupid episode, and I thought he was a bad actor. Yeah. Whoever's that like younger bounty I, hunter? It looked like Zach Efron a little bit. Yeah. You, you know who it is? It was Bonnie or Bobby Cannavale's uh, son. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But I thought he was a bad actor. So. Yeah. Maybe start. Young. Maybe start taking lessons from your father. He's a good actor. He's in a lot. Um, but yeah, that one. Really was not my favorite. I like the prisoner one that you're talking about, um, but the one that I but I think when the show really picks up are those last two episodes. Yeah, of the season, I thought the show really got good at the end. When there. they introduced Giancarlo Espinito, mm-hmm. name. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy that like he's such a big name, and they probably he probably had a big price tag on him too. But they have him in two episodes. Oh yeah, but it's, and it's, it, it's cool that they're. It, they opened it that he's going to come back. He's going to come back, yeah. Because he survived that. Mm-hmm. How do you survive that? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Should have exploded, yeah. I, I was thinking that, and I was like, you know what? Let's let's see what happens with this ship when it goes down. And I didn't see it explode, so I was like, you know what? He might still be around. Yeah. We never know. I like the nurse droid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. You know who that was voiced by? Who did that voice? You know who did the voice of it? No. Taika Waititi. How do you know that? I mean, it's, I mean you, you, have your, you, you have your computer up. Well, yeah, I have my computer <laughs> up, but I mean, you can tell. But Taika Waititi was also, um, he directed the last one, too. So. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I like Quill. 
the little, the little guy that that helped the Mandalorian in the first episode. Every yeah. time he every time he was done talking, he said, "I have spoken." I have spoken. Who voices him? McNulty. I have spoken. How did you get Nick Nolte for this? Like that that's crazy. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know how they got <laughs> It's like you hear you you hear that he's doing the voice and then you see what the character looks like and then you just can't get the two out of your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Nick Nolte in this. I I didn't like where they left this character. Like there was no discussion about him at the end or anything. But I mean he he dies and there's no like mention of him in that last episode at all. I could be mistaken, but I, you know, I, didn't I know we were that. talking about it before. I mean, we we watched the watched the scene again. You thought you, you thought you said that they didn't close his, his story. Dude was fried on fried in the sand last time you saw him. I mean, but like I wanted some like, and then and then the Mandalorian like put rocks over his over his helmet. Like, dude's dead. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, in the last ep- one of the last scenes. I was thinking. I was like, they didn't even mention it at all. Yeah. Okay. Another character that. Another character that you you got into this. Carl Weathers. How the hell do you get Carl Weathers into a show like this? I don't know how they got Carl Weathers to be in. He was sassy. He was sassy in this too. He was. Yeah. He kind of did like a turn, right? Oh yeah. 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 He had. He did a turn. He did a double turn. Yeah. Because he turned on the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and then he, in in that plot, while he was turning against them, turned on the people to go with the Mandalorian. Go with them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that scene where they're around the campfire and the dragons like start flying around? Yeah, they 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 took shit, and I, I thought that was gonna be another big thing. They like, oh, well, all of our shit's gone. Mm-hmm. All right, see ya. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, nah, the 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 Mandalorian. It was uh, yeah. I mean, they they had some some big name actors in this, you know. And it's it's coming back for a second season, right? Yeah, I think I'm hearing this fall it's gonna be back. Cool. So. Yeah, like I said, like it, it wasn't, it didn't knock my socks off, mm-hmm. but I, at the same token, I think I thought it was refreshing because it was something new, and you really didn't like know what to expect. Like the Star Wars movies, like you had the general idea what was going to happen. Like you, you have like, like the, the the evil overpowering being, and you got the the good the good rebels. Yeah, and the whole the whole thing is is fight is fighting. Against a, a stronger being and and um, a, a political system that doesn't that doesn't meet the requirements of others, like you can really write anything about and, and call it Star Wars. Do a lot where it goes, yeah. But and I, I guess where this show ends is um, so you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, but I think I got. I guess he's going with to try and find like Baby Yoda's family or something. Yeah, that that was a really interesting concept that that they and that they really put that in in your mind in the finale mm-hmm. it's because when they are under attack yeah they go into the, the sewage tunnels yeah of the of the, of, the, of this planet which is and inside the tunnel is where the mandalorians hid yeah they're like they're like they're kind of like um seal team six mm-hmm. they, they they hide underground they come out and they yeah. come out and they and they, they do their hits mm-hmm. they, they do their rescues and they go back like you don't know much about them yeah so when they were escaping, they went through those tunnels, and they find the leader of the Mandalorians, mm-hmm. who is picking up the pieces of, like, because they all went up there to try to save everybody, and yeah. just got the miles in the process. Yeah, who I think, I guess, I think she's called the Armor or something? Yeah. The person, yeah. I think so. But She's um, tough. Yeah, she was a badass. Yeah, that one scene. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, she, 
like six, seven stormtroopers came in on her, and she had just like two samurai swords and just like beat the living shit out of them. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and so when they when they come to her, she says, "You have a, a young one, just like yourself." Because you know the Mandalorian's backstory was that his um, his planet was being under attack, and his parents put him in like it, it kind of looked like um like a, like a storm shelter, like a little yeah, yeah. And they put him in there, and when they closed the doors on him to protect him, they got blown up. Yeah, and yeah. the Mandalorians came in and saved them and took him in as their own. Took him in, yeah. you know. And the leader of the Mandalorians just pretty much just said, like. You you have to do to this to this one like we did to you, mm. and your your oath isn't broken until he's of age. Yeah. So you ha- you have to go and find his find his his family mm. otherwise. Yeah. And I I kind of wish they introduced that in the first episode, so then the whole series is like okay, so we're going to this planet. Maybe this is where maybe this is where your where your family is. But my God, this crisis is happening. So we got we got to we got to save them. We got to solve this. Yeah. Because they went to like seven different planets. They went a few places. Yeah. So I think it would have been a way to like. Mm. Because I, th- I think that key alone is is what got the series renewed. Yeah. But I think it's also what's keeping the series like going, mm-hmm. like like this whole ep- this whole season was going. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of wish they introduced that in the first episode versus the the last episode. The last one. Yeah. No, that would have been uh, that that would have been interesting, kind of seeing how it goes. And it's kind of like essentially like now it's like with what you wanted with this season, it's like we're gonna get in the next season. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, one thing to bring up too is, can you take a guess at what Yoda's baby Yoda? I guess his age is. He's a baby, dude. How old do you think he'd be? He's a baby. So a quick Google search. So it, he's not baby Yoda. So I guess his name, the child. They want to call. They want you to call him the child. So baby Yoda is fifty years old. He's fifty. Fifty. Yeah. That's impossible! In this? That's what it, a quick Google search it says he's 50. Jeez. He's a baby. Can I say one thing, though? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my opinion on what you just said in a minute. I was really annoyed that they gave gave Yoda, baby Yoda. I'm calling him baby Yoda. Yeah. Like, like stock baby crying and laughing sounds. Oh, I didn't mind that. I right. thought that was like I mean they didn't overuse him, you know. They didn't overuse him, but like I remember that baby laugh from like baby K from Arthur yeah. growing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. why did why'd you use a stock laugh in a in a stock, stock cry? Baby sounds. <laughs> why'd you use stock baby sounds? I I mean what would you rather have heard? Something original. Like a noise? <laughs> well they're there's times when like Baby Yoda like was making its own sounds. Like why not? Like whoever did that, why not just laugh and cry? Yeah. Yeah, you know I. I guess I don't know. Maybe sound off in the comments if you agree or disagree with us. I didn't mind the baby sounds. I don't know. You know. I did. I, I, I did like Baby Yoda a lot in this. Yeah, he was good. They, they really didn't. Like you said, they really didn't overuse him. Although, like the social media on Baby Yoda is awesome. Every meme, yeah, yeah. Fifty years old, I can't get it. I just that. bought a T-shirt of uh, Baby Yoda holding a white claw. A white claw. <laughs> <laughs> just combine it with every other meme fashion. Exactly. <laughs> the Flyers did something really cool. Then after one of their games, they posted um, it's like Baby Yoda standing there, but he's wearing like a Flyers jersey, and he's got like mm-hmm. the foam finger. Oh, uh, I saw hand. that. Yeah, that's good. 
do you think Baby Yoda is from the same origin as Gritty? Um, in some circles, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we had to look at season two to really get a full understanding of what we're dealing with with this Baby Yoda. Mm. But I think he's got some got some grit to him. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think Gritty would take Baby Yoda in as his own. You know. How funny would it be if they, if they recreated that scene of like Yoda and the Mandalorian on, on there when he's pl- playing with with the music and the, and the buttons, but it's just gritty as the Mandalorian. <laughs> it's like he presses the button, he does that thing, does that quick thing with his googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> eyes are like rolling. Yeah, something. Like that. <laughs> uh, but hey, there's not much else we can really say about the Mandalorian. I mean, check out the show. Um. And and see for yourself if you agree with Matt and I. Yeah. Drop a drop a comment on on the social postings for this mm. episode if if you have any different opinions. Yeah. We're curious to see what the audience thinks too. Yeah. Now we'll uh, you know we'll definitely look at your guys' comments and then. Uh, but I do think with this show sure. being so successful, it's opening up the doors to more. I know they're doing an Obi Wan Kenobi series. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, so we get Obi Wan, Cassian Endor from Rogue One. He's getting his own series. And I heard Darth Maul's getting a series too. I saw that. I don't know if anything's like official with that, but I, I did. I have seen That'd stuff cool. on the internet. Yeah, baby Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby Darth Maul. <laughs> Fight baby Yoda. That would be cool. Yeah, and no, I'd see that. Um, but yeah, and no, that'll be interesting to kind of see where they. I think. I think Star Wars is really going to start doing original stuff in some of these TV shows they do. You know, just by looking at the Mandalorian, you yeah. know. So, like the like when it comes to the movies there definitely has to be a finite end that mm-hmm. that needs to come that needs to come to a halt. Like these there's got to be one point where they say like all right, this is it. Yeah. This I is mean, movie. I mean they they set it up so this this could possibly be it, but I I feel like I'm wanting more after seeing The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Want to see more. Yeah. Because it's like you know, Ray's gonna Ray has the power of the Jedi all to herself. Like what? Like is she gonna teach other people? Which which I think what's gonna she happen? should do. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's gonna take a while before you figure that out too. It was it was nice getting getting back in the studio, Matt. Yeah, no, this is a uh, first recording of the year, so uh, we appreciate you guys listening. We got some exciting content coming your way. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's gonna be a little bit of a dry two months there's not really much out that um really warrants an episode yeah but we are gonna have a lot of content as we mentioned in the last episode on our on our website postcreditbrews.blogspot.com our our intern john is doing a hell of a job he's got a couple new articles out there for a couple other things that Mm -hmm. we wanted to mention but just don't have the time to yeah to dedicate a full episode to so yeah you know same goes for, uh, you know, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and, uh, yeah, just uh, keep up with post-credit brews. Absolutely. Okay. We're excited. We're excited. We're back. We're back in full force, and it's. I think it's going to be a good year. A lot. I think this year's got a lot of potential. It's going to be a great year. This has been Post-Credit Brews. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave. And thanks for listening.